Hey, you are here with Ginny and Tash and we are riding in the weeds. This podcast is for you today if you ever get blocked. So we pop in here and we just talk about how we get stuck in the weeds sometimes in life and how we get back out of them. Hey, Ginny. Hey, Tash. How are you doing? I am doing awesome. Thank you very much. I feel like I've been so blocked Definitely this topic is a good one. I just took a couple of days of rest and relaxation, worked through a lot of it, but I just changed my location and it was actually amazing. I feel like my brain is clear. I'm not all saggy in the eyes and I only got to hang out at the pool for like half an hour on one day and it was just enough. Different location. It was pretty cool. I got a whole lot of inspired. So yeah. I'm here. It's amazing what that does for releasing blocks, being able to move around. So let's start with defining what being blocked is. So what's your take on that? For me, I find that a lot of it actually comes from overwhelm when there's just too many things that I need to do. Even if I write them all down on a list, sometimes that doesn't help. And then those things on my list that I really need to ask myself, you know, why aren't you doing this? You know, why are you doing everything but this one? And then coming back to the, well, okay, you're avoiding it. Why is it actually important? And that's, I think for me, probably the step I forget to take because yeah, being blocked for me is just a total avoidance. And it comes up when there's something I really care about that I need to do, or it's when I take myself out of the now moment and step into the fear of what the future moment might look like. I saw a reel on Instagram and it just said that stress is not being in this moment. And I'm sitting here, there's a massive cactus behind me. I was doing Joe Dispenza meditations and it's like, get into the space of where you want to be. And I was like, I'm already actually there. This shouldn't be that hard for me. I know that's not true for a lot of people in a lot of cases, but I think we can always bring ourselves into a space and do something. If you're blocked because you don't want to go for a mountain bike ride because you're scared that last time you went, it wasn't fun or you're worried because you're overweight or you're out of shape. If you're worried about that one, go back to episode nine and catch that one all about self-image. But we stop ourselves and we get into this place of fear. But actually the right now moment, it's fine. Right. And so coming into that moment and realizing that all of those future fears haven't actually happened. Because when I step into the future fear, that doesn't propel me into action. It just completely stops me. What about you? That's a lot of my experience too, is resisting something. Like you said, there's some fear about how I'm going to be perceived or if I do this thing, what is someone going to think of me or how am I going to show up? Frequently, I can get blocked when I'm paralyzed with some sort of future worry. But then there's also the blocks that come from just trying too hard. So there's this concept in, in I believe it's Japanese culture of Wu Wei, where it's the art of doing enough, but not too much. It's like that being present and doing, being active, but not overactive. And it can be really hard, but sometimes that's where we need to be because if we're trying too hard, that can create blocks. But if we take no action, then that's its own block. We're not going to make any progress at that point. It's a really difficult place to be in, but I think it's important to remember pushing too hard is going to block us. 
Yeah, absolutely. All of these things are a muscle. Self-discipline is a muscle. Decision-making is a muscle. All of these things that we do in our day, like we only have a limited capacity to do that. I was listening to a person who was talking about planning your day. And that's one of the big things she said, like, if you don't write down what you're going to do in the day, you actually get decision-making paralysis and you can't do any more. And it's like being on a diet and trying to keep yourself restricted the entire time. If you have breakfast ready. Like I know that I'm going to have a protein shake for breakfast. That's what I do. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to resist having a whole bunch of other foods. So I haven't used up my self-discipline muscle. I, I was going to try and get a workout in before we met, but that's not going to happen. So now I'm actually going to have to be self-disciplined sometime at the end of my day to get my workout. And honestly, knowing myself might not happen because I didn't do it in the schedule that it was going to happen in it's that thing about having your clothes laid out for you and all of those things we only have a certain capacity and I think that moment that we give ourselves permission to be human we start to release some of these blocks that kind of brings us to a really good human thing that we do which is being busy busyness it's really just avoidance when we're trying to numb out feelings that we have when we're not wanting to do the thing, as you said before, it's like doing everything but what you need to do, cleaning the house, doom scrolling, having a glass of wine at the end of the day because it's five o'clock, even though you've got a bunch of work to do. I was really good at that one. You know, I have these rules that it's like once I've done X, Y, Z, I can't do Z, W, A. Um, it was like, oh, well. I've drunk a glass of wine, so it's not like I can do any work now. And it was such a bad boundary <laughs> to set for myself. So it was a total. It was like a reverse boundary. <laughs> Maybe a cop out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a better word for it, right? <laughs> All these things aren't bad. Same thing as we were talking about last week with our intention and our focus. None of these things are bad. It's the intention and the focus around doing them that is the piece that we need to put in there because being busy, getting stuff done, we got to clean the house. You got to clean the kitchen drawer at some point. You got to organize your desk. Like sometimes getting those emails done, that's my busyness. I have an addiction to keeping my inbox as empty as possible because it drives me crazy, but it also is the best way for me to avoid those things on my to-do list that I don't want to do. We can validate it because, oh, well, my inbox is clear or, oh, well, this is clean now. We can validate ourselves with all of these things. But in reality, we're really avoiding something that is probably reasonably important. Yeah. And I think it's it's a good idea to pause and take an assessment of that thing that you're not doing. How valuable is it to you? Is it really genuinely important? Because yeah. if it is, then yeah, we need to sit down and figure out what it's going to take to get the block to release so that it becomes easy again and there's flow and freedom in accomplishing that task. And I think that applies with being an entrepreneur and content creation or marketing or emails and accounting because other people can be blocked around that. Or even things like wanting to change your diet or wanting to lose weight or wanting to get into better shape so that you feel better. Like we can have our own internal blocks about that. But if we keep saying that we want to do this thing and it's important to us, but then we don't actually do it, we've got to sit down and figure out why. 
because you're totally. never going to make progress. And I know for me, when I end up in those situations, I feel bitter and yeah. I resent the situation and the way I feel around it. And I resent that I can't make progress because I am blocked. And that's so, not a good feeling. No, procrastination is just avoidance of perceived stress, right? So I just want to bring this around to biking for a minute. I had a client a few years ago on one of my online programs and she was talking about how she really wanted to go for a bike ride in the mornings. But when she went to think about it, all she could think about was the hard work and the stress. She lived at the bottom of a hill. So the first thing she had to do when she went for a bike ride was climb up the darn hill, right? So I said to her, honestly, I would go and get an e-bike. And I promise you, it'll change your world. Ride it on one assist most of the time. So you don't get a different workout. You just get to ride like you're an elite athlete versus riding like you're someone who doesn't get to get out riding very often because you live at the bottom of a hill and you're constantly being blocked to get out on your bike because the first thing you think of is riding to the top of that hill, right? Which is super valid. It was a six-week program. And by like a couple of weeks in, she actually went and got herself an e-bike. And she was like, you know what, Tash? You're absolutely right. Every morning I wake up and I am so excited to go for a bike ride. I ride three times as far. I get the same workout. I love riding my bike because all I think of when I get up in the morning to ride my bike is how much fun it's going to be versus how painful and hard it's going to be to get to the top of that hill. And sometimes it is creating an intentional disruption and just changing, giving yourself the grace and finding different tools to move through the block. Because sometimes like it's as easy as like I was saying at the beginning of the call, changing your environment. And if you've got the resources available to go and buy an e-bike, I mean, I get that not everyone can do that. Or for me, like I had a friend who was staying at her fancy condo and I got myself an invitation to stay there. I really wanted to hang out with her. And she was like, yeah, come and hang out with me. I'm not going to be there. I was like, well, actually, that's perfect. So I've got a day of work. So block for me to go and stay with her was that she wasn't going to be available. And I was like, well, actually, I'm not really available either. So it works out perfect. We moved through the blocks and it enabled me to create that disruption, which got us to the result, right? So like, there are tools, there are things that we can do. And that kind of leads us into that whole intentional disruption concept. Last week, I talked about getting up and going and sitting in the hammock and reading my book until my inspiration came back and I was able to get back to work. I think there are so many different options here. This is where phoning a friend is also really helpful because your friend can go, hey, what options do you have? Let's list them out. <laughs> Oftentimes when we're blocked, all we can see is the fact that we can't do the thing. The thing that we want to do, we can't do it and we cannot see any other options. Intentionally disrupting the pattern can help change that dramatically. So like the e-bike for your client is a great way to change what you have to do to be able to make it easier to actually accomplish what you want to do. Dancing, taking a dance break, cleaning, setting a timer and going to clean. If you're blocked on writing or blocked on doing computer work, go get up and move and move energetically to really get the energy flowing in order to change something and then come back and sit down and see what happens. Body doubling is another way to do it, which if you don't have someone that you live with or a companion that you can have that can sit with you while you work on the thing, 
Um, you can co-work online, Zoom. You can get all kind of free co-working options out there so that you can actually have time to sit while someone else works because it's known that being in the presence of someone else can help make it easier. Finding friends to do things with if you're trying to change health habits. Find somebody that you can team up with that can you can inspire each other to work towards the goal so that you aren't resisting just because you're alone and don't have that encouragement. I think the human encouragement is one of the biggest things that's helpful. So disrupt your own pattern in any way you can and call on other people around you that you know will support you in the process so that you can shake things up for yourself enough to change the pattern. I love that. And I just have to point out that that's exactly what we're doing right here. Ginny and I totally. both wanted to start a podcast and we've been blocked in doing it. All of the things, technology, time, creating space, all of that. And actually by teaming up and seeing that we had a common subject to talk about, we're like at episode 11, which yeah. would never have happened. It would have just gone in the too hard pile. So yeah, I love that. We use that exact strategy <laughs> to and be, yeah. I hope you're loving listening to what we've been sharing and creating. That was the other thing. It was more about moving through that block and getting this win than anything else. There's the attachment of the next step isn't really there, which my Letting It Go book really talks about as well. We don't have this like, oh, we need people to listen to validate us. We actually just love having these conversations. So it's bringing that passion piece in, which is really what drives us? I'm doing this talk as part of a summit, which will have passed by the time you guys are listening to this. But I have this workbook that I had to put together. And I've been wanting to get my mailing list sorted. I've been wanting to automate my mailing list. I've been wanting to create a lead magnet. And by being invited to the summit, I'm actually doing that. And I'm creating this really cool free download that if any of you guys want to get a hold of it, just let me know and I can send it to you. I'll pop the link in wherever we get to pop the link in on our podcast. I don't even know how we do that right now. My disruption was being given a deadline and being part of this thing that I have to create this. Now I have figured out how to set up an automation. I actually went through the process of creating this workbook and I've got two more that I've been blocked to get done. And it's an absolute lie if I say, well, I don't know how. It's just, I haven't done it. And why haven't I done it? Because once I do it, I got to put it out there. And it's just one of those next steps that I know will lead to my success. And I know is going to counteract the story that I have of I'm not quite there yet. Right. And it's back to that living in the now versus living in the future fear yeah. or living in the future possibility. And this download is all about actually creating the future vision celebrating your wins and then creating those really easy three foot toss action steps. It's just bringing all those pieces together. And then when you get blocked, you've got something to go back to. And when you get blocked in imposter syndrome, you can go back to your list of wins and go, no, this is who I am. I've got this. I'm capable. I am totally qualified to be doing what I'm doing. This is my future vision. This is my intention. This is why I'm here. Okay. What's the next action step? And the why is actually right there in the document, which the idea is that it helps us move through yeah. that overwhelm and that block. Yeah. I think if we're honest with ourselves, one of the biggest things that we get blocked about is if we don't start, we can't fail. 
Oh, true. And, if I don't invite yeah. you to my party and then no one comes to the party, well, it's totally my fault because I didn't invite anybody. But if I invited lots of people and no one showed up, well, then I've been rejected. Yes. <laughs> so being honest with that, and I think that's where journaling is one of the tools that I think you can reach for just free writing around whatever the topic is. If you're really resisting starting something, especially that you've never done before, like just free write. If you don't know what to write, start by saying, I don't know what to write, you know, and then write that until something else comes out about whatever it is that you're having a hard time starting. What is your real reason? And is it truly valid or is it one of those future fear issues? We started this podcast and thankfully neither one of us had any real intention of like, oh, we're going to grow this and make money. Like we started it because we love talking to each other and we felt that the things we were talking about were worth sharing together. And that was why we did it. So if you can find that reason that isn't attached to the outcome, and if you can journal long enough to get to that point, then a lot of times that'll free everything up and burst the dam and you can move through it. And it's a lot cheaper than paying someone to do an energy clearing. Right. Well, cheaper <laughs> which, than a therapist too. Absolutely. I'm saying energy clearings really work, but yeah. journaling, which is what my energy person actually told me to do. So really it just brought me back around to the same spot. Absolutely. And we got to have grace. There are cycles for everything. There's seasons for everything. And at the end of the day, we're humans. We are doing life. No day plan ever survives contact with the day no plan survives contact with the enemy it's the real world we're doing life if you're an entrepreneur if you've decided to ride a bike if you've decided to get in shape if you've decided to do anything that is outside of just the kind of easy path and easy flow that you can slip into as a human then you're going to be blocked because you are procrastinating against that stress and that future fear and so just really allowing yourself yeah. to be human, I think is probably one of the key tools. We were talking about that whole doing life and giving yourself permission to intentionally disrupt, giving yourself permission to have a day off. Yeah. I recently was lamenting to a friend of mine that I was feeling blocked and she asked me, she was like, well, what if it's not wrong? And I was like, ooh. (laughs) So when we make ourselves wrong for the experience, again, nothing blooms forever. There are seasons for a reason. Even day and night is its own cycle. As women, we have a cycle. As a woman, I've really been paying more attention to my own internal cycles. And I'm noticing that there are weeks that I'm going to be like turbo powered, high productive, And then there are weeks where I feel like I'm slogging through mud and some months it's better than others. Some months the productivity is not as high and some months the slogging through mud doesn't feel quite as bad, but either way I have to respect that. And if I don't adapt my own expectations to some sort of cycle somewhere, like seasons, day, night, whatever you want to call it, like pick something. If you don't respect that ebb and flow that happens, then you're setting yourself up for ending up really blocked in a really bad way. Um, But if we allow that and make it okay that, all right, well, I'm creative for these three weeks out of the month and then I take a week break or I do something in such a way that makes it easier for me rather than just trying to plow through at the same level constantly. Like it does not work that way. 
No, it, it doesn't. We have cycles as women. The moon has cycle phases. As women, we try and pretend we don't have cycles, but the moon affects us. Just look at the tides. They come in and out because of the moon. They change based on the moon. It's fascinating because you reminded me of an experience I had last year or the year before when I was really looking at my cycles and how it affected me. I went out for a bike ride and we arrived at this trail network and we were like, hammering through and I didn't have my e-bike I just had my regular bike and I'm keeping up with my husband on his e-bike and I'm giving her and we get to this rock feature and I didn't want to do it that day I was like oh, I'll do it tomorrow and I knew that my period was about to start and the next day I woke up and sure enough it was right on target and I woke up and I looked at my husband I'm like you know this is not going to be the same day as yesterday and it was fascinating to me I was riding up this hill and in the past the conversation in my head would have been like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Oh, wow. I've gotten so out of shape. I can't believe how hard this is. I need to do a bigger workout. I should push harder. I need to get to the gym. I'm overweight. It would have been a constant mean girl dialogue going on in my head. Instead, it was, holy wow. I cannot believe the energy difference between yesterday and today. You know, there's some truth to this whole cycle stuff. I guess I really don't have the same energy as I had yesterday. And as soon as I honored it and respected it, instead of having a really demoralizing experience climbing up that hill, it was actually the most uplifting, beautiful experience that I'd ever had because I gave myself 100% permission because I knew exactly what was going on. And I, I wasn't trying to pretend that it didn't happen every month. Yeah. And as you say, that productivity and the day before, the week before, it's like you're on fire. And we'd been on this bike trip and I had been on fire. Ian got to the top of this hill and I was like, and he's like, I'm kind of bored. I don't want to ride. Can we go back down? And I was like, but I want to do like another 10 miles. And I didn't even have a motor. Right. And I was like, that was the guy with the motor over it. I'm not like, this is crazy. Five days later, he's standing at the top of the hill. Going, Did you fall off your bike coming up the hill? Like, are you okay? What happened to you? And I was like, yeah. Who is the girl that like last week wanted to ride a hundred miles on her bike and this week can we just go home and sit at the campsite? Because yeah. I'm kind of done now. You got to give yourself permission. The week comes to an end on Sunday. Thankfully, someone came up with the idea that that was a day off. And I think we need to respect that on all levels. I think that's why religion came up with the whole Sabbath concept anyway, that it needs to be a day off. We need to take a day to have a break intentionally. And I think when we intentionally take breaks, it makes it easier to ebb and flow because we know there's going to be a break coming. But the other piece of that, that as women, we have a reasonable handle on our cycle. Seasons have an expected range and ebb and flow. I think this is why my friend asked me like, well, what if it's not wrong? I think one of the hardest situations to be in is to feel blocked and not know why and yeah. not know the source of our resistance around something. And whether it's either we're not being honest with ourselves or we just don't know. Sometimes I feel like it can be just a not knowing. And those moments are probably the hardest ones to be able to give ourselves grace and give ourselves permission to not be the same as yesterday. Like, yeah, yesterday you rode 10 miles and powered up that hill with no motor on your bike, just fine. And today you can't. 
So is that just okay? Can we still be okay in that moment, even when we may not understand where our block is coming from? And I think that's the deepest level of grace we can give ourselves is respecting the ebbs and flows, even if we don't really know their source. I know sometimes when I've been getting sick, it's like a couple of days ahead of time, I'll start feeling lethargic, but I don't feel sick yet. And then it's like, I get sick and I'm like, oh, that was why, you know, can you give yourself grace in those moments? The times I've given myself the most grace when I felt like that and the most permission to rest are the times I have popped back out of being sick, like two days later, just fine. Yeah. So when we do allow ourselves that grace, it's amazing how it gives us more room to be able to move through it faster without as much resistance. I've noticed in myself, I will be really, really busy. I've got a whole summer, right? I'm coaching, I'm coaching, I'm coaching, I'm coaching. And then I have a couple of days off where there's no coaching. And my brain's like, well, we've got to catch up on all that work we didn't do while we were out coaching biking. And there's this just internal resistance. And once I got smarter, I actually realized, well, my brain knows that it only has two days. And then the next 12 are right back where it just was. And my brain's like, hold up. And my body's like, hold up. Like, we need to rest. We need to take a break because we got another one of these coming. And when I actually realized that this system, the time when it was actually looking into the future, there was this planning going on. And yeah, and it's the same thing. The last little while I've been really feeling very blocked, but in reality, we head home very, very soon. And my body knows that as soon as the summer starts, I'm on my bike eight to 12 hours a day and I'm running a bike business and I'm doing a podcast and I'm moving into other passion projects that I have that I want to create. And I need to make sure that I take every moment that I have being in this beautiful Baja environment to recoup and make sure I'm ready because I've had a really busy winter and I've been working really hard and I haven't given myself enough of that grace. And if I don't do it over the next month while I'm traveling home and before we get on the road for three weeks, my body knows, my body knows the seasons that are coming. And yeah. so when we listen, exactly what you're saying, right? When we listen to what's going on, when we allow that ebb and flow, all the knowledge is within us that we need. Quite often we think we're being blocked when actually there's this intuition that's helping us through. So respect the tools, respect the feelings, respect the being human. Blocks are a natural part of life. And I think when we're intentional, and we take a moment to step back and use journaling, use a friend, all of the things that you said, we're really able to move through those blocks with grace. We can give ourselves permission. We can intentionally disrupt the pattern and just allowing ourselves to ask those questions and dig deep. We can move through it and we don't spend our whole time wondering what is wrong with us because that is in itself the biggest block. Any other yeah. points you want to summarize up with there, Jenny? Yeah. I think that if we can take that uh, energy of the resistance and the making ourselves wrong and use that to get curious instead, like, can we get curious about what's going on rather like than that. that? Like, well, I'm resisting and the sort of the pushing back instead, can we invite open more space to explore other possibilities? And that's how I think we get through it. I love it. That's awesome. All right. I think that is probably 
the perfect place to end up on. Thank you for that last piece there. That was absolutely beautiful. I'm Tash and you can find me on Instagram at Betty Gohard. And if you'd like to download a copy of the Goddess Experience Worksheet, go to bettygohard.com forward slash Goddess Experience Download. The Goddess Experience is all about defining life on your terms, creating the experience that you want to have versus the one that you get. So the worksheet will walk you through defining those terms, celebrating the wins that you've already had, and then creating that future vision. And then there's some steps to really create the actions that you need to take in order to get you there. So go check it out. I'm Ginny of Soul Pet Connections. I'm an animal communicator and energy healer for animals and their people too. If you'd like to deepen your relationship with your pet or just learn about those quirky things that they do, you can find me on the web at soulpetconnections.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Soul Pet Connections. Thank you so much for joining us on this wild ride through the weeds. You can find our podcast on all major platforms as well as ridingintheweeds.com. Thank you again. Like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you and we look forward to joining us next time.